0: Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Praise the Lord. In 2 Kings chapter 19, a king received a letter. King Ezekiah. The Bible says he received a letter. And what he did to the letter was he brought the letter to God. He spread the letter before the Lord. Someone, you're going to spread your letter. I don't know what kind of letter that is, but you're going to say, this letter is beyond me. Are you listening to me now? He said, the king then said, and prayed before the Lord. And said, O Lord God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God. You alone. You alone. Of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made the heaven and the earth. Friends, there are people who can hassle you, they can try to bully you, but they didn't create themselves, they didn't create anything, but you have a God, hallelujah, who created them. Are you listening to me? He created them, sorry, he created the heavens and the earth, so you have a buzz above buzzes. He said, God, incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Tonight, my prayer for you is God will incline his ear to your prayer. Whatever that prayer you are praying silently, loudly, may God incline his ear to your cry tonight in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, he said, and hear the words of this man that is threatening us. He said in verse 17, truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste, the nations in their land. That truly, Lord, this problem is real. The problem I'm confronted with is big. It's beyond me. The doctors have told me this is the reality of my problem. The bankers have told me this is the case. Then he said, and they have cast their gods into the fire and they were not gods. The reason why these kings, this particular king have been bragging about and been winning is because he had been dealing with lesser gods. Amen. Amen. He said, therefore, they had destroyed them. But now, therefore, O Lord our God, I pray, save us from his hand that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord God. You alone can have a better amen? amen. So he called on God. Isaiah, the son of Amos, then sent a message from above. Receive a message from above tonight someone tonight in their home, someone tonight in their business, someone tonight in their body, you are receiving help from above. So here the king cried out. Then the Bible says in verse 35, he said, and it came to pass on a certain night. Listen, Satan, there is a terminal date for your operation. (laughs) There is a what? A terminal date. That pain, that has a date, has a terminal date. That sickness has a terminal date. I'm saying that that worry that you have be carrying around has a terminal date in the name of Jesus. There is going to be a certain night that, that the Satan is going to get what befalls it. And God is going to prove himself. He says, and the angel of the Lord went out, killed all in the camp of the Assyrians 185 85,000 of them, but I love verse 36 and 37. So Seneca, the king of Assyria, departed and went away, returned home, and remained in Nineveh. He thought he was safe. Now it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the temple of Nisroch, his God, he thought he was safe. That his sons, Adramelech and Sheresa, struck him down with the sword. We are prophesying in the name of Jesus. Every evil conspirators in the name of Jesus. From within, they will scatter in the mighty name of Jesus, their weapon will be turned on themselves in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will dis- it would it will confuse them from within. In the mighty name of Jesus, anyone who said you will not move forward, you will not move forward, you will not progress, we are praying in the name of Jesus, God will scatter their union in the mighty name of Jesus. We throw confusion into their place. What you can do, where you can't get to because they are in the presence of their God. We are declaring that the God is a above all gods, that God will turn them in. In the name of Jesus, there is a chip inside every man that also respond to God in the mighty name of Jesus. This man, he said, they struck him down with the sword and they escaped into the land of Arafat. We are speaking on help from above. You know, for some time, we've been talking about thought patterns of champions and the truth of the matter is no matter who you are, No matter who you are, you need help. Several references have been made to Psalm 121 so I don't need to read it at the moment. And this psalm is one of the 15 psalms that is called the Song of ascent, that the pilgrims sang as they went into worship as they traveled to Jerusalem. So as they traveled, they had to travel on a hilly, dangerous route. They're going to worship But they had to travel through this route. A mountainous route to Jerusalem. The fact is, my dear friends, no matter how safe, how long you have been locked in and you felt safe, a point comes that purpose will move you out. Did you hear what I just said? A point comes that purpose will move you to pray. Purpose will move you to seek God beyond comfort zone. These folks have to travel out, not to a convenient route. They have to travel through hilly and mountainous routes. And yet they are going to seek God. Our lives as believers is made up of journeys in a winding and often treacherous routes. That's our life as believers. Sometimes we may have to go through routes. And we may have to go through times and seasons in our life that we don't really want. But friends, it's by placing our faith in God that we're able to make it through the night. A dark and stormy night. It is through our faith in God that we're able to survive it. Amen. There are many people as we speak that have been locked down emotionally. Yes, they are walking the street but they are locked down emotionally. Many people are locked down economically. Some people are locked down socially. Some people are locked down in their walk with God. They have become backslidden. They have become lukewarm. They have felt you know, God really does not need any effort anymore. There is nothing like about, you know, needing to pursue God. But what happened to the scripture that says, as the deer pants for the water. Some people have come to a new understanding of how to seek God. It's almost like the pandemic has changed the Bible for some people. But I you to understand that all this will pass away. But what will not pass away is God and the way of seeking God. Because it's he who hunger and fast. righteousness that they are going to be filled so there are times friends that we must understand that we have to join in out of our safety zone into pressing into jerusalem now the journey to jerusalem might seem far for some people and for some people it might it might be short distance what i'm talking about is we are all in different position different circumstances how many people have been pushed back by circumstances of life? It varies. What will hit you so bad may not hit somebody else so bad. So what they might need might just be a little bit of effort and then they are back up again. But when we are talking about it, anything you are going through right now, is a journey into Jerusalem. And some of us must understand that no matter how short or long it is, many times the journey is full of risk as well. It's like a physical journey. You can't say until you need to be on the motorway before an accident can happen. Some people just go around the corner to their house and somebody just run into the street. So it's a short distance, but it had a risk factor. What am I saying here? In your journey to God, there are many things that can bring risk into it. There can be distractions. There can be disappointments that makes the journey to Jerusalem so hard and tedious. There are things that can occur in our life that makes it so almost impossible sometimes. Some people feel that isn't really worth it. The psalmist says on their journey, he said, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where comes my help? Now, what he's saying here is the hills could mean two things. The hills actually could mean like a place of refuge. The hills where you can hide, where you can run to, you can run to the hills where you can find refuge. But really, some of the time, friends, this hill actually could actually symbolize the size of problems that you face. It could symbolize the size of attack that is against your situation, and that's why Zechariah said in Zechariah chapter four, verse seven, he said, "What thou art, mountain before Zerubbabel, he said, you become a plain." Today, I pray. In the name of Jesus, whatever mountainous trouble that is in front of you, receive help from God. Receive help from God. My dear friend. somebody's help, somebody's problem may not just be one thing. It may be compounded. Are you following me now? But whatever those things are, which you can't deal with yourself, I receive that help for us today. In the name of Jesus, we're pressing into a place above what man can do. The Bible makes it clear to us in Joshua chapter 4. Verse 24, he said, the hand of the Lord was mighty to deliver the children as they were crossing River Jordan. Receive the hand of God to take you through that River Jordan. In the name of Jesus, a mighty hand of God will pull you through. What you can't do yourself, what your doctor can do, what your medication cannot do, what your age could not do anymore, what your permutation cannot do, receive the help from God tell my wife many times that she gets worried sometimes about our son. I said, you are not where he is. No matter how much you love your children, they will be somewhere where you can't see them. Except God. Keep at the house. Those who wait, just wait in vain. Except the Lord build the house, the builders are just, they're just wasting their time. So we have to understand that no matter how good you are, There is the need for the help of God. The Bible said in 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 46. It said, then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. May the hand of God lift you. May he grant you speed. In the name of Jesus. May the hand of God take you in leaps and bounds. In the name of Jesus. When men think they are riding on horses, receive a hand that will outride them. In the name of Jesus. What is taking other people a long time to do. We will do it faster in Jesus' name. On the journey to Jerusalem, Jerusalem is the city of David. It's a city that is built like a fortress. In fact, one of the last cities in Judea to be taken by the Israelite. Remember, when David was coming with his men into the Jebusites, they were saying, You can't take this city. You have taken other places, you can't take this one. It was like a stronghold. It is a fortress where it's so hard to press into. That's one of the reasons why we must understand it could be like a place of safety. You know, one other thing that is about it is, while it could be a place of refuge, because of the mountains and the hills and the caves and the hillsides, the enemy also uses equally to hide. The bandits, they use the same place to hide so they can rob the worshippers on their way to worship. In the name of Jesus. Everyone that is waiting in line, anyone that is hiding in some corners waiting for your fall waiting for your mistake saying we will see what will befall them they will wait in vain they will wait in vain in the name of jesus you are coming through this journey you are passing through this way you will make it to the end you are started where well. you will finish where well. your career and the career of your children kind of your family member it will have no blemish in the name of jesus That's why they are saying to themselves, we look up to the hills. We know there are problems ahead. We know there are some dangers ahead. We know there are robbers ahead. Where will our help come from to get through this crisis? We know there is pandemic there. We know we are coming out of it. Well, how are we going to be sure we are coming out really? He said there, we realize that our help can't come from the hills. Our help can't come from within us. Our help has to come from above. You see, they didn't have easy jets to fly over the problem. They didn't have right air to fly local flights from their places to travel three times to Jerusalem. Sometimes they have to travel through the night. Either they were trekking or they had to be on animals. But despite that, there were troubles. I'm saying this because we must understand that in our journey to come back to God, we have to confront certain mental troubles we have to fight certain things that tells you, hmm, if you go, you know, there are bandits in the hills. There are bandits, how can your business start again? How can you ever start again? How can you start your career again? How can you think you can even have a relationship again? You know, there are are bandits in the hills. But the psalmist said, you know, if I look at the hills, I will not want to go. If I look at my situation, I will not even try it. But I look up to the hills. I look up to the hills, it can't help me. I look up above because my help comes from above. May you receive your help today in the name of Jesus. Receive your help today in the name of Jesus. Here comes a question. I am going to Jerusalem. Why should I still be worried about my welfare? These folks are coming to God. They are trying to do their thing right. I'm serving God. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm doing everything right. I'm a, I believe I'm a good Christian. Why should I be afraid? Or why should, I even, why should I even think that could be set back in my life? That is a genuine question. On my journey to Jerusalem, why should I be exposed to these dangers? Listen friends, Christianity is not a bypass of life without challenges. Christianity does not mean that our life will not be full of trials. It doesn't mean that we will not have trials and temptations. God didn't say if you're going to Jerusalem, everything is hockey down. No, he didn't say that. Because there will be challenges in the hills. It's quite common for God not to take his people through the familiar territories. The thing about God is he does often, he takes his children through areas where you consider challenging challenging terrain the bible says in psalm 23 i love it from verse 4 he said though i walk through the what the valley of shadow of death he said i fear no evil as you walk through that valley of shadow of death i decree in the name of jesus that the rod of god the rod of god will guard you he will keep you It will keep your seed In the name of Jesus, He will guide you from falling. In the name of Jesus, his rod and his staff shall comfort you. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the night season, he will comfort you. In the daytime, he will comfort you. He said, I know where I'm walking through. It seems hard on the right. It seems hard on the left. But God will comfort you. That's the God we serve. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 55 from verse 12 he said you shall go out with joy i prophesied that for somebody in the name of jesus you are going out with joy i say you are going out with joy you shall be led forth with peace i decree peace of god that surpasses all human understanding the mountains which had been a problem those mountains and the hills they will break forth into singing in the name of jesus this month you will see a new thing about that problem in the name of Jesus that which looked impossible this is among the mountain will break up into him. and the hills they will break up into singing in the name of Jesus the trees shall clap their hands in the name of Jesus receive it they'll break forth he said instead of the thorn shall come up cypress tree and instead of the briar shall come up the mountain tree In Psalm 125 verse 2, the Bible says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surround his people from this time and forevermore. What you have been seeing is a surrounding of problem. But I want you to see there's a change coming. Amen. You see the Lord surrounding you. Amen. The Lord is surrounding you and the story is changing in the name of Jesus. The focus of this passage, friends, is the source of my help the source and the character of my help. The kind of help we have, that's the focus of the story. The source and the character of the help that we have. He says, my help comes from him, the maker of heaven and earth. Somebody can say, oh, I have a contact in the office there. The MD is my friend or my dad's friend. Somebody can say, oh, I know somebody in that place. That is a human help. That works only so far. When people are confronted with trouble sometimes, when the mountain of trouble hits them and they seek help in some kind of substances, some take to drugs, some take to drinking, some take to sex, some take to money, some take to all kinds of stuff, all those things will fix you temporarily. And then you'll find out that you're in a bigger mess. Because every time Satan gives you something, he takes much more back from you. So you see... The psalmist says, the help I'm talking about is the creator of heaven and the earth. Protector of my life is the creator of the hills himself. The creator of the hills himself. Uh, Something there. So every time God is named in Psalm 121, the psalmist used his covenant name, Yahweh. Use his covenant name, Yahweh, which means... The person who I'm talking about that is my help is the one that does not break covenants. I want to talk to somebody to let you understand. It might seem delay. It might seem hard. Might seem, how is he going to do it? There is a God who does not break covenants. Amen. Imam promised he can say, you know what? I was going to help you before the pandemic struck. I couldn't help. But there is a God who does not have a bad day. Amen. There is a God whose I would say, he is a covenant-keeping God. Amen. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, he said, Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God. The faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations. He keeps covenant for what? A thousand generations with those who love him and those who keep his commandments. That's the God we are talking about. He keeps covenant for a thousand generations. That's why you and I must learn to speak now over our children. Children that you have not even seen. Because I just told us that we don't even know the kind of world they are growing into. And Satan does not look for bad elements. He looks for the bright ones. He looks for the ones with potentials that's why you need to understand that the children you are raising because there's something special over them. The Bible said God keeps covenant for a thousand generations. So we're talking about God raised a prophet. You are the prophet. Begin to prophesy. Begin to speak over your children. If he has covenant with you, that covenant will speak over your children. Because we have the spirit of the Lord in us. Amen. This creator, this protector that I have, the Bible said he will not suffer my to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps his trail does not slumber nor sleep. Five times the word keep was used in this short psalm. And you know very well that when things are repeated in the Bible, it's not because there's no better word to use. It's because the emphasis is about this covenant God has for you is to keep you. Amen. You can type it on there he keeps me. He keeps me. He will never fail to keep you. Amen. He will keep you wherever you are. God said he will keep you. He will keep yours. He will not allow my foot to be moved. I pray in the name of Jesus you will not fail. You will not fall. You will not falter. In the name of Jesus. He will keep us at all times. He said he will keep us what? At all times. How do I know that? He said he doesn't sleep. He said he neither sleeps nor slumber. Now, any one of us there know that we all sleep. If we don't sleep, you need help. But the God that watches over you neither sleep nor slumber. He doesn't have a day that, oh, I dozed off. That's why I didn't see it. Ah, he keeps you at all times. Even when you are missing it, he is awake. <laughs> he is what is awake in the name of Jesus, the angel of God that watches over you. He neither sleep nor slumber. That's the God that we have. That's why this hell from above is constant. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 9 verse nine, He said, "The Lord also, it will be a refuge to the oppressed, A refuge in the time of trouble. And he says in Psalm 91 verse 10, he said, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near you. I think it was earlier on we were praying about the fact that many folks have become victims of COVID-19, but how God has sustained us. He said he shall give his angel charge over you to keep you in all your ways. The keeping is the word I want to look at for a few minutes. The keeping. The Bible says in Jude 1 verse 24. Jude 1 24. He says, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, and to do what? And to present you faultless. He's able to keep you from stumbling. He's able to keep you from stumbling in your career. He's able to keep you from stumbling in your relationships. He's able to keep you from stumbling even when you drive. Listen, any driver knows that all it takes to have a bad accident is just one second of error. One second of error. So God is able to keep you from stumbling. Amen. And to keep you thoughtless. To keep you faultless. Any prayer I am praying for you, praying for myself, is you will finish well. Not just finish. Amen. Not just finish. To finish very well. Faultless. Now by the time you are saying goodbye world. This world will say there goes another saint. You've done well. Amen. Not one that's doing injury here. Bad hair. Hard to come back. Struggle back up. Do you understand? It's always, when you look at the word faultless. The only way that can happen is when we have help from above for as many of you that are in relationship i pray that the lord will keep you from falling Amen. for many of you that are about to step into a relationship may god keep you from falling Amen. in the name of jesus the grace that is sustaining you thus far may that grace keep you he said he will keep you from all evil now except you have help from above you can't be kept from all evil all evil it didn't, just, it didn't just say evil. All evil. Now, if Bible says God will keep me from all evil, again it reminds me why the help I need is not ordinary help. Because the Bible makes it clear that when they try to capture Jesus in one way they didn't succeed, then they want to capture you in his words. All evil. Don't become so comfortable in yourself to think, you know what? I I am so I'm so full of myself. I got it covered. Except God keeps you from all evil from all evil how does this happen from all evil how this happens friends is when you find yourself in a trouble and you say but god said you will keep me from all evil how come this is happening to me the way you handle this situation friend is when you you have to stand back and trust him what do i mean didn't god say i'll keep you from all evil so how come daniel found himself in the lion's den how will Psalm 121, how will he read in his ears? God, he said, you'll keep me from all evil. All I was doing was just praying. Some people have been arrested in this country for preaching the gospel. Did you not say you will keep me from all evil? Did God say you will keep us from all evil? How did Joseph find himself in a prison? Keep us from all evil. I pray for anybody in the name of Jesus. You are walking in the path of righteousness. You are trusting the Lord every day, but right now you think you are in some kind of difficult situation. I pray that God will cause it in the economy of God. It will turn it around to become, to work together for your good. It will work together for your good in the name of Jesus. That's how God keeps you from all evil. It's not because he will not go through the evil. He will use the evil to promote you. At the end of it, the evil will say, I am sorry to have touched you. Because God will use the evil to lift you up. In the name of Jesus, anyone under the sound of my voice, as you are going through some kind of pain, some kind of trouble, you can't even explain it. How come this is happening? Listen to me. Joseph didn't do anything, but they accused him. But it was a path to his lifting. I pray for you in the name of Jesus what you are doing that you have been holding on to, you have been holding on to, and you are saying, God, I I trust you for this. You are in that situation. May God lift you up in Jesus' name. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, He said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Your situation is not too hard for God. I pray that your testimony is coming forth. In the name of Jesus, he said, and I will return at the appointed time. I pray in Jesus' name, you are returning. At the appointed time, you will carry your testimony with you. Your situation that seemed God, this does not match your promises. I say you are coming back to testify in the name of Jesus. The hand of the Lord. He will establish you and establish your purpose. In Jesus' name, in Isaiah 41 verse 10, he said, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. May God uphold you. You will stand. You will not fall. In the name of Jesus, he said, because God is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. The Lord will not suffer your feet to be moved. You will not be shaken. As I thought about this, I will not be shaken. I realized that sometimes some things happen to people and you wonder how can they still be calling on God after what they went through? It's because grace not to be shaken came upon them. The enemy will say to you, why don't you just cause God and just forget the whole thing? I say, you will not be shaken. In the name of Jesus, you will not be shaken. You will not be shaken. You will stand. You will stand through the situation. You will stand through the fire. You will stand to testify. Men will come and stand because you are standing. Your faith will make other people to stand. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because you have help from God. Help from above. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Bible says in Psalm 89, verse 1, He said, The hand of the Lord shall establish you and uphold you. You are rising out. You are coming out of this in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ Himself said it in Luke 12, in six to seven. He said, "Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins?" He said, "Are not one of them, you know, forgotten before God? If God has not forgotten sparrows, He won't forget you. Yeah. He will not forget your situation." He will not forget your situation. God does not forget the sparrow. He will not forget you in the name of Jesus. He said the very hair of your head is counted. He's numbered. Your hair is numbered. If the hair is numbered, he says, If number 10 is out, God knows it's out. I pray that your case is standing before God. In the name of Jesus, his ears are inclined to your cry today. Receive help from above. Miraculous help, receive it right now. The hand of God is not short to touch you, she's not short to reach you. In the mighty name of Jesus, wherever you are, what you have been waiting for, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, he said, The sun shall not smite thee. By day, yeah. now the moon by night. What does it mean by that? As I begin to round this up, he says the sun will smite by day. What does that mean? The sun, if anything's gonna go, gonna happen, have to happen between the day and the night. But the sun it talks about the sun. See, they had to travel to the desert road because it's quite hot over there, and people can have sunstroke. So the sun was supposed to be a blessing, can even be a problem. In the name of Jesus, what was meant to be a blessing in your life will not become a problem. Sometimes some people's increase can become a problem for them. You see, when some people's prayer have been answered, that's why they can no longer pray. I pray in the name of Jesus. The blessing that will take you away from God is not your portion. In the name of Jesus, the sun shall not smite day by day. He said not the moon by night. Now, these folks said back in those days, and they understand it, that the moon, that's where you had the word lunar. You know, that's where you see lunatic. So, it's almost like an attack from the moon. But here is the deal. The terror of the night will not locate you. The terror of the night will not locate you. While the blessing of the daytime will not snatch you away, the terror of the night will not take you out. In the name of Jesus, what men are saying—that's the reason for their walking. Out. It will not be your own portion. You will not walk away from the presence of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, God will keep your going out. He will keep your coming in. In the daytime, in the nighttime, in the name of Jesus, He will watch over you. In the name of Jesus. Your work with God, your blessing with God shall be eternal. He said from this time and forevermore. It will not just be for this season. It shall be forevermore. Not just for one month. The help I am asking God for from above is forevermore. Help that cannot cease. Help that cannot finish. In the name of Jesus. It's not a seasonal help we are asking for. So when men say, how are you doing it? You say, it's the Lord. How is it being done? It is God. How did you come out of that trouble? It was God. In the name of Jesus, receive that blessing. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. He said, now unto him who is able to keep you, is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can think or ask. Above all you can think or ask. <laughs> according to the power that is at work in you. Receive that power. Receive that power. Receive that power, the power that is at work in you. I decree in the name of Jesus, the power that no man can manufacture. Receive it in the name of Jesus, the power that created the heavens and the earth. Receive it, the power that is able to create a womb that had where there was none. Receive it, the power that is able to open the eyes that are blind. Receive it, the power that is able to heal the body. Receive it, the power that is able to heal the mind. Receive it, the power that is able to do what doctors cannot do. Receive it, the power that is able to provide for you financially and breakthrough. Receive it now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. Receive that power. Receive that power in the name of Jesus. Listen carefully friends. In Second Timothy chapter 1 as I begin to close. Second Timothy chapter 1 from verse 12. Paul the apostle said for this reason for this reason i also suffer these things nevertheless i'm not ashamed for i know whom i have believed do you know whom you have believed tonight that's why we can go on this journey through the hills through the mountains we know in whom we have believed he said i'm persuaded are you persuaded i am persuaded that he's able to keep <laughs> He's able to what? Keep what I have committed into his hand. I want to stretch forth your hands, of oh God, right now, this moment. Stretch forth your hands. <laughs> Father, our hands are stretched out. Stretched out in faith. Stretched out in obedience. Our hands are stretched out in faith, knowing fully well that you are able to keep what has been committed unto you. Unto that day, right now. Lives are committed. Dreams are committed. Prayer points are committed. People's situation that they have been waiting on are committed to you. Here and home, wherever we are, hands stretch out to you, oh God. God of all creation, touch your children. Touch your children. Lord, we receive answers from above. We receive answers from above. I prophesy healing healing of all kinds right now in the body in the name of Jesus what we couldn't do before we begin to receive grace to so do it right now in the name of Jesus we are men told us was over we receive breakthroughs right now in the name of Jesus father as we hold fast to the pattern of our belief we will not fail we will not fall we will stand to see the day <laughs> we will testify to see the day in the name of Jesus Thank you, Father. The good thing which we receive tonight, we will keep by the Holy Spirit. We shall keep by the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised. In today's message, Please do call us on plus four four two or eight five nine seven triple one zero. Or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again.